And Father God, speak now, we pray. Speak to our hearts through your word and show us the love of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Would you please be seated? Today, we remember the day when not just one, but two people hung on a tree. The first is Jesus, and we will come to him in a moment. The second, any ideas? The second was Judas, who possibly on Good Friday, maybe on Saturday, hung himself. Judas had betrayed Jesus. It could have been that he had been disappointed with Jesus, politically disappointed. He may have thought that Jesus was going to lead the revolution against the Roman authorities, and nothing happened. Or it could be that he felt let down by Jesus. We're told that a woman, possibly Mary, the sister of Lazarus, pours an eye-wateringly expensive perfume on Jesus' feet. Matthew tells us that the disciples were really angry when they saw that. Why didn't she sell that perfume and give the money to the poor rather than waste it? And Matthew tells us that it is immediately after that incident that Judas goes to portray Jesus. Perhaps Judas thought that Jesus was overstepping the mark and starting to think of himself as more important than he should. But John actually tells us a little bit more about that. He tells us that Judas' action was not just motivated by a strong sense of social justice, maybe, but rather that Judas was a thief. He was the treasurer, and he liked to put his hand into the till. No doubt, he would have liked to have got his hands on the sale of that perfume. No doubt most of the proceeds of the sale would have been given to the poor, but some of them might have found their way in, into Judas' pocket. Or maybe he was feeling excluded by the other disciples, Maybe those rumours about him and money were spreading and he knew that he wasn't completely trusted. I suspect that may well have been the case. And Jesus went out of his way to include Judas. We know it is Judas who Jesus honours at the Last Supper. Or it may just have been the attraction of money, 30 pieces of silver, a significant sum, and he was blinded by the money. Whatever, Judas betrays Jesus. On that Monday, Thursday night, he leads the soldiers to the Garden of Gethsemane, a quiet place where Jesus will be away from the crowds and he can be arrested without any trouble. Of course, in the darkness, it would have been very hard for the soldiers to know which one was Jesus. He didn't have a constant halo on his head. And so Jesus goes up to, uh, so Judas goes up to Jesus 
and identifies him to the soldiers by greeting him with a traditional kiss. He betrays him with a kiss. But when Judas sees Jesus condemned to death, he suddenly realises what he has done. I suspect that he hadn't really thought through what he was doing. Maybe he simply wanted revenge. Revenge on Jesus because Jesus had let him down, maybe. Revenge on the disciples. He thought, I'll show them that I matter, that I can't be ignored. But as Jesus is condemned to death, he suddenly realises with utter horror what it is that he has done. Matthew tells us that he goes back to the authorities. He tells them that he has betrayed an innocent man. He asks them to take back the money, but they refuse. They say, that's got nothing to do with us now. And so we are told, and the stories are slightly different in Matthew and Luke-Acts, Judas left the money there, or he bought a field with the money. And Matthew tells us that he hung himself, while Luke doesn't mention the hanging, but does say that Judas' body bursts open in the field, both of which are possible. Why did Judas decide to hang himself? He must have thought, how can I live with myself? after what I have done? How can I face the other disciples when I have so obviously betrayed Jesus? He'd lost all hope. He saw no other way out. And so he decided to try and take control of his sense of utter desolation, of utter brokenness, and try to deal with it himself. And the only way that he could even begin to think of taking control, the only way he could begin to think that he could deal with it, was to kill himself, to hang himself on a tree. If only Judas had waited three days. Jesus also hung on a tree. In one sense, Jesus also took his own life. When he went to Jerusalem that last time, it really was a suicide mission. He knew he would be betrayed, arrested, falsely accused, sentenced to death, and then crucified. But there was a huge difference. Jesus did not go to the cross as a way out. He went to the cross to give a way out to people for whom there is no other way out. He took into himself all the awfulness that is in us, all the terrible things that we have done. He took into himself our betrayals, our little betrayals when we've gone back on our word to someone, and our big betrayals, which have led to terrible consequences. The problem of betrayal is that it destroys trust. And without trust, we are lost. 
societies disintegrate, institutions crumble, and families break apart. That's why treason, betrayal of your country, usually is one of the most serious crimes that a person can commit. It is why adultery is probably the most common cause for separation and divorce. It is why betrayal by someone you thought of as friend is so destructive. But Jesus, who was betrayed, and notice how we say in our communion prayer, it's because it's there in the Bible, says, who on the same night that he was betrayed took bread, broke it and gave it to his disciples. Jesus took into himself, onto himself, the consequences of our betrayal. He was completely obedient, absolutely faithful to his Father and the Word of God. That's why we can trust him. And yet he died for us who are faithless to our words, who deny him and who betray him in our words and actions. And because Jesus went to the cross, not as a way out, but in order to give people a way out, there is forgiveness and there is hope. Peter denied Jesus. In many ways, what he did was no worse than what Judas did. His denial was also a betrayal. It was a betrayal of his word, a word that he had boastfully given in front of all the other disciples. I will never let you down. He had let himself down. He had shamed himself in front of all of them. Who would have known he could have imagined them saying, Big, brash, Peter, turn chicken. It was a betrayal of the other disciples. It was a betrayal of his friendship, of his loyalty to Jesus. And when Peter realised what he had done, when the cock crowed, he went out and he wept bitterly. Perhaps Peter may have been tempted to take things into his own hands. Remember the shame culture that they lived in was so, so strong. It was better to kill yourself than to face shame. Maybe he was tempted to take the ultimate way out. We don't know. But we do know that he waited three days. And when he meets Jesus, there's no reproach from Jesus, no rebuke. He simply asks Peter three times, do you love me? Do you love me enough to trust your life to me, to take my way out, not your way out? Even though the end will be the same for you, you will also die hanging on a tree. He's saying to Peter, I know. And he's saying, you thought there was no way out but I have given you a way out. My dear brothers and sisters, it may be that at the moment you can see no way out. 
It may be something that you have said or done that has caused incredible pain and suffering for others. Maybe that you've abused someone. Maybe that you have denied someone, betrayed someone by your word and in front of others. It may be all that you can see your, for yourself is shame. Or it may be the actions of others leave you with that sense that there is no way out. Perhaps, like Judas, you cannot bring yourself to trust Jesus. You feel that you have to atone somehow for the hurt you have caused, or to find a way out of the pain that you feel, and you decide to take things into your own hands. But there is a way out. Yes, sometimes we need to wait, for three days, maybe for longer, but we wait in hope. Because we know that if we're prepared to trust him, because he hung on a tree, because he hung on a tree to give us a way out, we have a way to face with him our own pain and live. A way to face the pain that we have caused others and live a way to confront our own faithfulness, our own betrayals and denials, to receive God's mercy and to live.